The revolution is not an apple that falls when it is ripe. You have to make it fall. It is a struggle to the death between the future and the past. Since ancient antiquity, folks have wondered questions about history and other such things every now and then. Well, every Tuesday night we will endeavor to answer a few of those and probably diverge on quite a few others. Welcome to the Tuesday Night History, history Bonanza. Bonanza. Dude, that was amazing. Thank you. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. Ordinarily, however, tonight, Alex Wilson has uh, injured himself uh, playing just hoops, fly. hoops down at the down at the gymnasium. That's where I played. That's yep. where they yep, do it, sure. right? Uh, so, uh, said, but I'm happy to say that I am joined in the studio by uh, my dear friend and historian... Uh, Mr. Sophie and Scott? Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure to uh, be here. Thanks for being drawn out on this cold Tuesday evening. Uh, any chance to get out of the house? Can't let the seasonal effective disorder fit again in there too <laughs> Not early. so soon. How is your Easter, man? Ah, oh, pretty chill. Just had like a million days off. Just, you know, a nice time off. A good time for baking, as, uh, as you're well aware. Now... You've become a bit of a fiend, haven't you, Soph, with the baking? I have. I've sort of tapped into my, I think, my mother's side um, of my genes, and uh, it's finally coming out. It's coming so, out in a big way. Oh, yeah. We've, you've been doing at least two batches a day for the last... I've been solid on the two batch a day. The only thing that's stopping me is ingredients. I would be on three. It's nice, though, because it's been motivating you to um, create occasions around which you can feed people your baking. Yeah, it's right. a cool way to get people over. It's like, hey, I've made all this food. I'd rather not feel like a flat slob and eat all of it. Although you're having your days with it that is- as well, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no shame hey. whatsoever. It's Easter. It's the time for gorging, right? Absolutely. And you have chosen to use baked treats rather than uh, the sweet, sweet dairy. Exactly. Classic. I'm making something out of nothing, almost. Exactly. You know, like, well, uh, yeah, just sweet, sweet, raw ingredients. Exactly that. It's wholesome. It's so wholesome. And vegan. Yep, exactly. So anybody can have them. It's always a pleasure. If you to want, uh, if you want Soft Scott's uh, unbeatable vegan brownie recipe, text us on o two one two seven two three four six one, and we'll um we'll see if he's willing to give that away on air. Maybe a lucky texter will uh, get a secret uh, yeah, secret secret scroll little uh, little recipe. So thanks for joining me on the history bonanza, um, Soft. It's really nice to mm-hmm. have someone to bounce some more things around with. Um, now you. You, I, I messaged you earlier today to yep. say, oh, so don't join me on the air. And um, you came right back with a really um, interesting suggestion of what we should talk about tonight. Mm. Do you want to tell me a bit about that? Yeah, I thought uh, we could look into the history or um, surrounding lesser known revolutions, the ones that didn't really make it into the the big news, like, like the French that. Revolution or the American War of Independence. And it kind of, it's a very a nice open topic because... Uh, could be anything. It could be anything. It could be like the political revolution. Could be a cultural revolution. Cultural revolution, technical revolution. Social revolution. Industrial. That's a big revolution. Yeah, that's a big That's not that lesser known though. Agricultural. Agricultural revolution. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about this before actually. Uh, it, it could be interesting one day to do a, a history of um, agriculture. Mm. But that's for another week. Definitely. I divulge. Yeah, but- I divulge. <laughs> I digress. There's so many dies. So many, I, so many dies out there. So many dies. Uh, man, oh man. 
So I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah. I read a wee quote there at the beginning, which was actually two people mm-hmm. um, that I merged together. Um, but it seemed relevant because well, it seemed appropriate because one was uh, Che Guevara and the other was Fidel Castro about the um, about the revolution uh, not being an apple that falls when ripe, but you have to pluck it sweetly it from its from its perch. Just waiting on a branch. It's waiting there, but yeah. you've got to grab it. Mm. Otherwise, it, it gets rotten and full of worms. And you don't want that happening with the revolution. Yes, yeah, I extended their analogy a little bit. Probably a little, not little that bit. cleverly, but I ain't a, a dictator or guerrilla uh, leader, so not yet. Anyway, hey, we'll see about that sometime in the future. I'm sure. Cast my line too cl- close. It's not a saying, is it? Sure, who knows? It could be. Why not? Start now. a revolution. If someone quotes me, that'd be great. Linguistic revolutions. There you go. That's another thing. <laughs> the turn of the English language. It's constant. Um, so let's let's talk some history here. Mm. We've both been reading really crappy articles. Oh yeah, it's been a lot of really, crap. Really, really crappy articles. The writing on this website is terrible. I'm not going to name this website, but so unuser friendly. It really it's... is. I mean, I'm. I've really got to paraphrase it so I don't sound like a dick. <laughs> but actually, I had a really good one to start with, which mm-hmm. was. Um, one that I hadn't really heard of before. It was the um, the the. It was a failed a failed revolution. Okay. I'll tell you that much. Oh. I'll tell you a little more. The failed the failed Roman slave rebellion of seventy three seventy one B C. Ooh, tell me more, please. Well, let me tell you more. <laughs> Led by Spartacus. What? Who'd have known? He was an actual real dude. He was a real dude. Yeah. Um. So this revolution in seventy three B C. Um, started when 70 slave gladiators escaped from their gladiator school mm-hmm. gladiator academy oh yeah always got to break out of gladiator academy get, yeah you can't you can't stick around there nah. you know there's only one way you're leaving mm. in a box it's a long long hard road long hard road to your death mm. not great um, so they, they they escaped this was in Capua Capua mm-hmm. yep uh, which I'm assuming is sort of Italian-y Romany guessing so Capua um, and within two years those 70 slave gladiators had joined were joined by some 120,000 men women and children far out that's quite impressive they were bodied uh, they were bodied adults were uh, an effective armed force uh, which repeatedly showed that they could withstand and or defeat the Roman military poor. which is no easy feat I would no, suspect definitely not probably one of the Top dog at the time. Strongest military forces of the era. So was that a whole load of slaves joining his rebellion, or was that just normal people as well? It could. I mean, it could well. It probably will have been majority slaves slaves, because why would uh, would normal people get on board with that? Maybe like the socially normal people, whatever. Air quote normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cis non-slaves. Yeah, yeah. That lot. Um, They are probably not going to be like super into this idea. Like, hey, oh, where's, my, where's my dinner? Oh, the slaves ran off with the gladiator slaves. What? When are they coming back? Don't think they are. Yeah, it kind of goes against their whole way of life. Maybe. Yeah, i got to yeah. do shit now. Oh, yeah. Rude. That's a whole lot of work for me. I'll take my head off. It's too warm. It's so warm. Not that I'll be complaining about that for much longer. No. Um, so. So what was the eventual outcome? Well, this of band that? of warrior men, women, and children just sort of wandered Italia, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Italy, yeah. for those of you playing at home. Um, just went around bloody just raiding raiding households, oh. presumably just collecting up all the, 
the slaves, the slaves and the riches, just like growing their, growing their, their bloody following. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it got to a point where they were so on mass that they were able to even separate into into separate but allied bands of of, of forces, so they could go and you know keep doing it, split up further afield. Yeah. Yeah. Um, led led by Spartacus, as I said before. Um, and of course, this made Rome really started to freak out because they're just they're just walking all over there. Their the forces, yeah. you know, they're not, you know, not only just defeating like the like the uh, from the outset defeating the guards that were sent to 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 deal with this mess of the seventy um, uh, 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 gladiator slaves escaping, but you know, just going through more and more of their higher higher grade soldiers until there was no one left to to to, to stop them to stop them. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, they were stopped. Um, after a long and bitter fighting, after a long and bitter fighting, what? The war ended in 71 BC when, after a long and bitter fighting, retreat before. Wow. <laughs> what is this, this language? Is Man, this is why you proof your stupid copy paste shit. Uh, they, yeah, uh, 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 legions, something, something moving to entrap them. The armies of Spartacus launched their full strength against Southern legions and were utterly defeated. Of the survivors, happy ending though, mm-hmm. of the survivors, some 6,000 were crucified. Oh. So, perfect what timing. You, where you get for your troubles. Uh, oh, perfect for Easter. Special. Oh, there you hey. go. See, crucifixion happened outside the Bible as well. Exactly. Historical. It's, a, it's an historical punishment. Magic. So I thought that's a good one to kick things off. Rome yeah, back in Rome, ancient Rome. Getting yeah, you got to start back there. Otherwise, you've skipped a lot of stuff. Mm. Basically, how do you reckon ancient Romans hear about the news of a slave rebellion going on? Would they get like messenger people running around, or probably um, pigeons? Yeah, how did how did word get around then? The 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 empire talked to each other via smoke signals. Oh, um, from the, they would build towers on the horizon, each and they would communicate and the horizon apart. Um, so I don't know whether they had like a means of communicating more than just I've lit in a fire. I, that means something, or whether they were actually able to go like you know, LOL, the slave rebellion, slave rebellion, three o'clock in the. Cassius Square, under the Rome. under the statue of Julius Caesar, emoji, wink, <laughs> yeah, 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 might have happened, might have developed something like that. It's very early um, Roman emojis. I wonder if there's a actually just uh, cover me for a sec here. Um, Roman emojis. Maybe there's something about that mm. on the internet. Nope, just emojis. What do you reckon, Roman kids doodled into their oh, desk? Do they carve? It was still dicks. Dicks still dicks. I've um, seen some accounts somewhere of um, of that still being a thing. Oh. Of some like um, yeah, like tagged tagged dick wall. You know that S that kids do in school? Yeah, that was a from ancient antiquity as well. Is it actually? No. Uh, Who bloody knows? But it could be. Just run with it. Yeah. No one knows its origins. No, so. I bet they don't. Nah. What is that S called? Hennessy, if you're listening, you need to text me now. Because you know these things. Hennessy uh, hosts a show on Radio 1, and she has this S tattooed on her ankle. Because she's classy. Uh, 
What do I do? S. That. What do you even that. call that thing? I don't know. The S. Oh, I can't be bothered. Uh, can't know, be that's bothered. a rabbit hole we probably shouldn't go down. <sighs> if you've just tuned in, yeah, this is the worst history show in the world, and we're pretty proud of that. So keep listening. We're talking about little-known revolutions here on Radio 1. You're with Angus and Soft tonight. Soft filling in for Mr. Alex D. Wilson, who is off mending his broken vertebrae from thinking too hard. Um, so we have some music, Soph. What do you think about that? I reckon a bit of music could do Soph and I well. engaged in a Easter tradition of his the other day uh, and watched the classic DreamWorks masterpiece. Classic, dream, classic DreamWorks masterpiece. Um, the Prince of Egypt, which is just... Star-studded. Star- wow, I did not realise how star-studded that film is. Not only have you got Ray Fiennes and Val Kilmer at the helm as Moses and... Uh, Ramses. Ramses, Ramses, but you've got um, Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart, Michelle Pfeiffer, um, uh, jo- Jeff Goldblum, Sandra Bullock, uh, Helen Mirren, and Hans Zimmer wrote the bloody soundtrack. Hello, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So we enjoyed that very much, and we had a bit of a sing song. So, um, and we were discussing this before, and realised that actually. What is more appropriate than playing music from a story about an uprising Biblical of the revolution. of the Jewish slaves against the uh, against their Egyptian oppressors? So, without further ado, here's the opening track from the Prince of Egypt, titled "Deliver Us." You're on the one ninety one FM. Oh shit, that wasn't very subtle. Oh, not at all. <laughs> Ruined down it. that powerful moment. Really sorry, ladies and gentlemen, and in betweens. Uh, welcome back to Radio 191 FM. You're on the History Bonanza with Angus and Soft this evening, filling in for Alex D. Wilson. And we are talking about uh, lesser known revolutions. Um, we probably had a lot of listeners drop off just then because a seven minute uh, musical score is not everyone's cup of tea. No, it's uh, quite particular. As I'm slowly learning of people. Apparently, some people just don't like singing in the rain. Hey. This is my revelation. There are those kind of people out in the world. I know, and it it sickens me. Um, We've just been talking about... What were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about the um, the slave um, slave, uh, revolution, the uh, gladiator slave revolution of uh, 73 BC. Yep, ancient Rome. In, in, yep. in one ear and out the other with me. Um, and that was pretty bloody riveting mm. chat. Um, always. Always on the history bonanza. Always. Never yeah. a doubt. Yeah. You know, you've never taken any history papers or anything, Soph? You're an anthropologist, yeah, right? Yeah, anthropology. This is all in the... It's with all, archaeology. It's in yeah, the, I'm taking a couple of the basket, history. right? You're, yeah. you're, in the, you're in the ballpark. Yeah, I, I like studying the... The story of can people, you throw me some? Can you throw me some like some little tidbits real quick? Because this is the first time that I've had a oh, semi-qualified historian in the studio. Ooh. Alex Wilson likes to like pretend. He really he likes to pretend. <laughs> and you've got a good historian's jumper on as well. Oh, I think. I, well, it's courtesy of a good friend of ours, Mr. Hugo Huntington. Also a historian. Also a great historian. Text um, us, Hugues. Cool. What can I? Yeah, I've got a couple of little tidbits. Um, Do we want to just dribble them out throughout the show? Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, deliver have... a little one but now. This is they're called. Oh no, hang on. I need to get my um. Fuck. Hang on. 
Hang on, let me. This has got to be. This has got to be a segment. Oh, oh beautiful. Soft, soft uh, tidbits. Soft tidbits. Wait, wait for it. Oh man, Alex would be shitting his pants right now. Um, I'll do that for you. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, uh, ready. Bring it on. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. So this is soft. Oh, this is. Wait. This is soft tidbits. Oh, that didn't work. Where's no, my Where's my bloody Where's what my happened? bloody thing? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Improvise. I know. Keep going. The show must go on. I know. Oh, wait. Okay. Okay, here we go. No. Okay, whatever. I'll fix it later. <laughs> uh, Soft tidbits. Ding. All right. Well, uh, interesting little tidbit of the evening number one. Um, when the Kiribati Islands were originally. Um, colonized by missionaries and you know europeans those um, bloody those bastards folk as they want to do colonizing islands and they such bloody, they bloody love it um the guy the um missionary on the island who first went over um his typewriter didn't have an s key um so he had to replace it with ti um that's why they're spelt kiribati but ah, it's pronounced no Kiribati just because his um typewriter didn't have a key so even now when we're at the stage where our keyboards do have the right letters we're still where we could have easily changed it over fixed in our ways but you know what we're, you know frankly if it ain't broke <laughs> don't fix it fuck what the <laughs> what the what the native people of the lands call their lands we'll just go with we'll just go um, with the broken keyboard naming bureaucratic spelling. error yeah oh my goodness we are the best that's what us we're just the best aren't we westerners do man that was a great tidbit Oh, this new soundboard of yours! Why is, is this not actually. working, Soft? This is very uh-huh. stressful to me. I should just too many reasons, I would say. Maybe that's uh, maybe you're right. Overuse in the past. No, don't be like that. You're not Alex D. Don't let <laughs> don't don't let Alex's. It's the power of the seat. It's, it's like a reverse mask. Oh. No. It's very odd. Hmm. Damn you, technology. You've failed me. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll deal with that. Technical problems I'll to deal be with dealt it. with. And, Later. you know, it's just it's bloody fine. Anyway. Hi. It is uh, 20 to... Uh, 20 to 10 here on Radio 191 FM. You're on the History Bonanza with Angus and Sop. And we're about to get into our next tasty, tasty little... Taste a little piece of history yum yum for you. Uh, lesser known revolutions. Brrr, drum roll. Taiping Rebellion. What, what? What? What's that? Oh, what is the Taiping Rebellion? I don't know. Well, it was a rebellion that happened in was Ta- it China. Ta- it would have been China. Taiping in China. Would have been China. Uh, what caused it? Uh, well, I'll tell you what caused it. Um, it was a re- uh, uh, it was a small scale battle. Uh, after oh right I see mm. uh, the revolt began uh, in January 1851 after a small scale battle resulted in the, a victory in late December for some people a 10,000 strong rebel army organised by Feng Yunshan and Wei Changhui mm-hmm. rooted Qing forces stationed in Jintian uh it's not a cause. No. no, not really. Why is it? Wait. That's not what we learned earlier. This is not. 
I have to go back to the bloody crack. Yeah. The crack article. Oh, you, you said. Oh no. Oh, oh dear. Exposed. Exposed. <laughs> That's the worst. I do not. Have we revealed treat this. our sources? This is not a scholarly <laughs> source. Um, let me tell you what happened. Um, well, it was. Uh, it happened around the same time as the American Civil War. Oh, a man. much more. That's see. That's a much more well-known yeah. uh, rebellion or revolution right there. Um, but it claimed almost twenty times as many lives. All right. Uh, twenty million, as opposed to I'm guessing one million in the American Civil War. I'd imagine so. Uh, yeah, they've, if they've done their mathematics right. Um, uh, and it was started by a charismatic man mm-hmm. by the name of Hong Zhui Quan. All right. Who was all Hong's deal? Well, let me tell you, um, he believed himself to be the heavenly king and was the self-proclaimed brother of Jesus Christ. All right. So definitely someone you want to throw, oh, your, yeah. throw your money behind. And it seemed like it worked for him. He got... Was it 30 million people to support? 30 million sign up. That's like Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Proclaiming himself to be child. To be Jeebus. It'll happen someday, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, so it all started um, when a rejected civil servant in China decided to. um, that what his country needed was um, basically to get rid of. Buddhism and Confucianism. Huh. It was a it was a um, uh, an uprising of uh, China's uh, Christian sect, Christian sector. Yes. Um, but it was his own kind of interpretation of Christianity, um, and yeah, having having declared himself to be of of the divine bloodline, mm. having been the brother of Jesus, uh, despite being born in eighteen uh, in the eighteen hundreds. Um, so. Mm. Yeah. Seems like a something that you could pretty easily put to bed there and then. But uh, 30 million people were okay with it. I guess so. Like, wait, your mum was alive like 2,000 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so? Although, could he be like Jesus' half-brother? How? God was his dad. Oh, shit. Yeah, right, that makes a lot of sense. So not by the same virgin mother. Yeah, that would be tough. How do I, I forget about the dad in this scenario? Generally, it's all about the dad uh, in oh, this scenario. And in society oh, at large. Absolutely. Things Gosh. need to change soon. Yeah, God. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty... Pretty good. Um, but yeah, so he took his 30 million followers and um, went and tried to smash down a 250-year-old dynasty. Phew. Um, Hefty order. So, yeah, I mean, he's got his work cut out. Um, however, he I don't think he did so well with it. Um, it took him... Uh, should not just be reading straight. Um, the rebellion <laughs> took... Uh, oh, it took them 30... It took, it took the dynasty 34 years to actually defeat, completely defeat this uprising. Um, which... Um, which directly led to the version of China currently... Lim- oh. oh, so this this revolution shaped China as we know it mm. into its modern shape. Yeah. Sh- 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 China shape. China shape. China China shape. shape. Yeah. Um, yeah, because uh, they mentioned a couple of other cool tidbits on the end of that article. Um, go on. About the, the, the Qing dynasty couldn't handle 
the rebellion particularly well. So oh, they really? had to ask for French and British help. And the British were like, oh, sweet, yeah, we'll come and help you out, yeah. King Dynasty. And then help themselves to what they wanted and started the Second Opium Wars. Um, Bloody so brush. they just sort of let the door wide open for another Opium War. That um, is ridiculous. You know, them Brits, they'll sneak on in and take whatever they want. That's <laughs> what we do. It's what we do, and it's why we're here now. So Ooh, yes, I guess there's... If, this has to, if they have to find if I have to find an upside for you, it is the history bonanza. Yep. <laughs> on Ready One, ninety one FM. Because otherwise, I would be in uh, the middle of Yorkshire somewhere. Aye, lad. Probably mm. down a coal pit. Where else would we put the Brits? Dream life. <laughs> Thanks, Thatcher. Um, so, do we have anything else to say on the King cool. Dynasty? Um. Yeah, no, not really. Not too much. Not really. Well, that was pretty great. Yeah, that was pretty good. Gotta love a bit of China, but you gotta love how America steals the thunder all the time. Like, how many times have we heard people, you know, going on about the Civil War and, you know, uh, I mean, can you can you how many people can you name who were involved in the American Civil War, and how many people can you name who were involved in the? I can name one more. Involved in one more, yeah, yeah. Jesus is bro. Yeah, Jesus is brother. Yeah, I can't yeah. think anybody as charismatic occurred during the American Civil War. Was there anybody? Well, probably a few. Lincoln. Yeah, he was pretty charismatic. He was pretty charismatic. Considered to generally be probably one of the more the more charismatic. Yeah, but he president. wasn't Jesus's brother. He was wasn't. He? No, well, exactly. But he had a good chin strap. True. Which I've got a tasty tidbit for you. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. Um. Abe Lincoln grew a beard because a little girl wrote to him and told him he had a weak chin. Oh, wow. And that he would look good with a, a beard. So he's open to criticism. He's, he's open he was, to constructive yeah, criticism. Constru- um, and that was uh, had been said both of four-year-olds and his constituents. Yeah. Um, and of his um, his uh, uh, enemies? Probably, I don't know. Yeah. Robert E. Lee? Yeah, Ulysses S. Grant, whichever oh, yeah. one was the enemy, it was. He sounds like a southerner. Ulysses S. Grant. Ulysses S. Grant was the. Uh, no, Ulysses S. Grant was the North. I think. Ah. I think it was. Um, what did I say? Uh, Robert Lee Lee. I think that was him. Southern states. Um, shit. Well. Great. I wonder if this is going to work. I think it's going to work. Um, I'm going to play another song. Because I think all of these are going to be revolution themed tonight. Yeah. Cause Way to go. I'm, I'm, just, I'm doing some good Googling. Um, we, it is quarter to ten on Tuesday, the 3rd of April. You are listening to Radio 191 FM. We're here for another hour and a quarter. So please, it will be great to hear from you. Yes, um, regarding your own your own lesser known revolutions mm-hmm. what's going on in your life uh, what has been a revolution to you today this week this year this decade uh, a decade of which is slowly coming to an end quickly we're coming to an end rather we've only got a year and a half left just over of this decade wow. far out been two decades of the 21st century oh man two decades that I remember pretty much all of them all of all of yeah. In conscious memory. Shit. Yo, yo, yo. A, 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 mm. a century that was begun by 9 11. 
way to kick it off. That definitely kicked it off and desensitized us to everything that would come ahead. Anyway, didn't mean to get so dark. Um, Text us 021-272-3461 before we just get like really, really, really way too dark and just uh, don't cope anymore. Um, I think you can... You can email us, alexandangusarkool at gmail.com as well. We always love hearing from you, giving your wee injection of whatever. Um, but in the meantime, here's uh, Revolution 909 by Daft Punk. Welcome back to Radio 191 FM. You are tuned, locked. You are locked on to the History Bonanza with Alex and Safi and Scott. This week, Alex Wilson's busy writing his history essay while nursing a sore ankle and looking after his vomity cat. Yeah, that's that's Alex for you. That's him every damn week. He's always doing something. Um, This is the history. Oh, I already said that, didn't I? Bloody hell. Yeah. It's uh, five minutes to ten. And uh, we're talking revolutions, the lesser known. We've had so far the... Uh, I've only had two so far. Yep. Man, we're killing yeah. this. Um, we have talked about the uh, uh, gladiator slave rebellion uprising of the uh, l- late BCs or early BCs. Whoa, how do you Ooh. how do you talk about that? It is the late... It's the late... B- the late, late BCs, BCs, isn't it? The closer yeah. you get to zero, it's the late BCs. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, yeah. earlier BCs would be Early. earlier in time. <laughs> earlier in history. Yeah. Oof. I'm imagining. It's so confusing. <sighs> Who decided to do that? Anyway, so that was pretty exciting. Um, but again, they got crushed. In fact, in both our revolutions so far... Haven't been very successful. Been un- I guess this is why... This is the thing. This is the history. History being written by the victors, mm. right? We don't hear about these things because, although you still would, wouldn't you? Maybe that is so minuscule and ages ago that nobody. Maybe some facts were tweaked. Nobody really cares. Potentially, that, that yeah. is a maybe that is just someone cares. Yeah. Except the historians and us, because we desperately need something to talk about. We desperately need something to talk about. Speaking of desperation, we're going to talk about the French next. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> What's he like? Cheeky. What's he like? Um, sorry, just, I'm just going to hook this up again because I know it works now. Um, oh, um, Sof. Yo? Do you think it's time for another tasty tidbit with Sophie and Scott? Oh, go on then. What, what have you got in plan? Oh, it's not for bloody us? working oh. again. Shitty. What oh, a- hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Oh, there we go. Okay, all right. No, I'll do it again. <laughs> oh, it's time for another tasty tidbit with Soft Scott. Beautiful. Oh, I didn't know what to expect, and I was pleasantly surprised. Thank you for that. Facts. Give me facts. <laughs> facts. Okay, another little revolutionary fact. Um, revolutions don't necessarily have to be grand-scale things. They can also be pretty small. What are you saying to me, sir? When they're pretty small and at sea, they're called mutinies. What? Yeah. No way. Boom, they've even got their own subclass. And um, that's within, is that within a, um, a, an, an organised group of people? Generally within an organised group. Yeah. Generally. Who would be typically. A load on, of people on a boat or a ship. So it's like a disagreement among colleagues. Yep. Right. Um, and generally a struggle for power. Uh, now, revolutions can lead to some interesting things. Sometimes they can lead to the inhabitation of islands. Um, 
which was what happened in the, I'm pretty sure, 1700s, potentially 1800s, with the Bounty, um, which was a ship, British ship, out in the Pacific that had a mutiny on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the eight mutineers or nine mutineers or so decided they wanted mutineers. to go. Yeah, they were mutineers. Oh, that's, that's what you call them. I like that. Decided, hey, you know what? We want to have wives and live our own lives instead of follow the orders of the British. Yeah. So they went to Tahiti. Yeah. Had a few wives and then brought them over to <laughs> the Pitcairn Islands. Oh, man. Um, where they sank their ship and hid from the British Empire. Oh, great idea. Um, and they inhabited the Pitcairn Islands for the first time in a long time. Were there already people there? Or no, just... it was just them. Wow. Um, Colonizers so the... who didn't like oppress anyone necessarily. But yeah, and they just got caught in the end because um, some British ship floating by saw some smoke or something. Mm. But um, there's some cool artifacts from the Pitcairn Islands. One of them is a statue that was previously built on the island and then the wow. mutineers threw it into the sea. That's currently at the museum. You can go see the that. The Otago Museum? Yeah, they've Get got out of here. one of three statues from the Pitcairn Islands. Where are the Pitcairn Islands? Uh, they are right in the bang in the middle of the Pacific, I believe. Um, but the cool thing is that people there speak a mixture of, or they're direct descendants of the original mutineers. Anybody living on the Pitcairn wow. Islands now. So got How many did you say that there were? Originally nine mutineers. How are they not all inbred? Oh, a lot of them died to disease and alcoholism and that kind of thing. It wasn't a great time. No, probably not. Islanders. Yeah. No. But, uh... Not something you'd sign yourself up for these days. Hey, they got a little country out of their little rebellion. Oh, good on them. It looks pretty attractive. Mm. The mutineers turning bly and part of the officers and crew adrift from the bounty... 1789. There you go. Oh, what a ship. What a ship. I think there may have been a movie made about it. Oh. With old Mel Gibson. Oh, everyone's old favorite. cheeky anti-Semitic Everyone's Mel favorite anti-Semite, Mel Oy. Gibson. He keeps coming up on this show. I don't know why. Maybe we're secretly not anti-Semitic. Yeah, maybe. But that was a little history tidbit. Oh, man. That was great. Hang no on. Problem. Oh, shit. Oh, man. That was a tasty tidbit with Soft Scott. good to be back sweet beautiful <laughs> oh man that's good stuff right we've got more history to get through here it's just gone 10 o'clock so man we're here for another hour i haven't got any texts have i anything no no no, no text well. messages hang on let me just check the emails you guys better send me some emails or else i'll be sad um that's good good radio this is real good yep. radio Roll, roll, God. Just keep on going. No emails. No cool. emails. Thanks right, very much, everyone. Poorly constructed banter it is. Yes, so in Ooh. the 1791 stuff. In 1791. In August, in fact. Uh, in, we're, going to, we're going to Haiti now. Ooh. We're flying from. Where were we? We were in. We were in China, China previously. before. We Is were in China we were? previously. Oh, yeah. Man. Okay, so we've gone from. Italy to China. Oh, we're actually kind of continuing in a straight line. Easterly direction. Easterly direction, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Um, to Haiti, where in August of 1791, 400 and. Oh, God. Numbers. Ooh. Ooh. Wake up. In. Uh, 465,000 slaves in the French colony of Saint Domingue. Domingue. Thank you, Frenchmen. Um, which was then later called Haiti. Yeah. 
um, successfully overthrew the 30,000 whites in the area, mm. which is probably quite a simple task. Yeah, I'd imagine so. But, uh, you Strength. know, you've got to go against some institutionalized oppression and all That's that. It. So. That's it. But your strength in numbers, it's like if the sheep in New Zealand decided to turn, decided us. To turn on us, we'd be absolutely stuck. How many are yeah. there? Like 10 per person? Quite a few. There's a few million. There's a few million. There's, there's a few million, million of us, million so it must be significant. Um, so, tell me more. Well, uh, often overshadowed because the bigger revolution of 1789, that was the French Revolution going on in France. Oh, these French and American hey, revolutions are always overshadowing. like taking all the limelight. Oh, yeah, you guys. Um, <laughs> but this was a big one because it was actually a successful revolution. The, uh, the first slaves, of the evening. Yeah. Boom. Just look at that. There are happy stories after all. Um, but yeah, the... Haiti at the time was sort of split into three different factions. There were yeah. about half a million slaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were a group called the Afranchi, which were sort of in the middle. Um, Say that again. A group called the Afranchi. Or, um, they were sort of in the middle. Okay. They weren't slaves, but they weren't landowners either. Um, they tended to be they were black millenn- or They were millennials. Race. Yeah, they were sort of millennials of the time. <laughs> yeah. And then you had about 30,000... European white landowners. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the frustration uh, from the rebellion actually came from those people in the middle who had nothing. Really? Who looked down on the slaves, but were sort of looked down and discriminated by everybody else. They, they were thought, sort of like the plebs. Yeah, the plebs. Of the, the Roman Empire. Who they decided were, enough of that. They still had slaves, but they weren't like noble people or have any sort of value. Exactly. They were middle class, and that no, wasn't oh, good enough. The worst. Oh, they weren't really middle class either. But We've um, all been there. So, yes, they actually pushed the revolution um which had some pretty big implications later on because uh, mm. eventually old napoleon bonaparte had to get involved napoleon bonaparte of napoleon of napoleon. the big napoleon of napoleon well not uh, so big well he was pretty short yeah, yeah so they say well or is that I'm just sure. that just might just be english english propaganda english rhetoric yeah potentially although i'm pretty sure the french are on board of him being short oh, as well oh right well then i wouldn't be surprised yeah true but um yeah, that they were the the Haitians were um, very well aided though in this um, struggle by um, uh, germ germ theory, <laughs> because yeah. a lot of the um, a lot of the uh, mil- military that was sent over to resist this revolution were wiped Got out by yellow fever. Yeah, so keep 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 illness and disease on your side. Exactly, you, know. you never know when it's going to come in handy. It's like in the War of the Worlds when. Um, what happens then? They just the, all it's the aliens oxygen. just die because yeah, because they're not immune to the bacteria on Earth or something. Yeah, there's a weird, it's slightly letting down. Yeah, I thought we were talking about signs last week, and their weakness was water. water. Why is something so simple? Why come such a big oh, weakness? I had this rant last week, but why come to a planet that's like when you know you're going to be water when you know that's your weak weakness? Prepare Dicks. for it, idiots. Yeah. Anyway, far be it from me to try and rewrite mm. classic cinema hey we've always got the uh, musical version of uh, War of the Worlds that's yeah. not, it's Jeff, nowhere near disappointing Jeff, Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds I, it's 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 way up there compared to say like the Tom Cruise version of 2000 and whatever that was oh, that was forgettable <sighs> I've already forgotten who? yeah right yeah exactly what a dick um, but, um, yeah, cool implication of that revolution, other than the fact that it was the 
first ever slave-driven revolution that yeah. was successful. Right. Um, Napoleon Bonaparte had big plans to expand into into the Americas. Into from the there. Americas, because he had the stepping stone, Louisiana. Yeah. Um, and he's. Oh, planning, he already already held held he Louisiana. Held Louisiana. Oh, nice. And was planning on getting things like lumber and wool in from Louisiana and then most of the work happening in Haiti. And kickstarting the coffee and um, sugar trade as well from yeah. there. And yeah. doing pretty well for himself. Well, he would have been. He would have, yeah, had a great little foothold to expand into the USA. Oh, man. We could have had the United States of Bonaparte. Is that, um, because it's, it looked as if they got quite far north there, um... Or, or was that just the projected plan that, that, that there? Is that the plan or is that where I they got I think that's to? where they had influence. Right. Well, then, so is this the establishment of, like, the Quebec region then? Like, the mm. French influence on that part of Canada, maybe? I imagine so, yeah. Probably, yeah. There they could have go. had the whole East Coast. Yeah. Had it not been for those pesky uprisings. Pesky English. And, and, the, and the uprisings and of the, the slave and, and slaves in Haiti. But then it became the second republic ever to exist in, at that time. Haiti, yeah, marvelous. Yes, it's 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 um, there were a number of things that this had an influence on, wasn't it? it wasn't just, wasn't just a, didn't just provide a massive change to the world of human rights. Oh yeah, the French decided, oh crap, we've got to legislate this properly. Mm. Let's abolish all slavery from our colonies. Wow, they did that pretty early. So they what they were doing that in, they the, did 17, that in the 1700s, late, late 1700s. A whole. What, 150 years before the United States? Oh, yeah. Or thereabouts. Was that the mid 1800s? I think mid 1800s was the States. Yeah. I yeah. imagine so. There you go. The French leading us in good moral uh, something. We do what we can when and we can. With good cheese. And generally when we're forced to. <laughs> when you uh, we'll have no other option. When you have to tuck your tail between your legs and go home. And, and then also say, oh, by the way. Uh, we might have, you know, lost a lost an uprising, but oh. we're also where are we going to abolish slavery? It's alright. This is what we do. <laughs> we're just we're just the good guys. We are cool. Hey, we're, we're cool now. It's okay. No, we have no hard feelings. Relax, chill. We're friends. <laughs> you give us some of your coffee, let you go free. You know. Hey, freedom for coffee. It's it's a good <laughs> deal. Mm. Amazing. Um, so that was pretty good. Um. Still no text, guys. Still nobody Still trying no one, to stop us. No one's, yeah, no one's, no one's into this. I mean, yeah. maybe they just need to be reminded of the phone number. Uh, that phone number is 021-272-3461. Um, we've got, we've got so much to, uh, so much, so to, much, so much, so much wisdom. Um, but we, we love some, love some input from some of our um, dedicated and loving listeners. Mm. If you are out there. Um, please feel free to be a part of the conversation because um, the the learning starts with you, not with me. It and the, ends and the, with the, us. the learning, <laughs> yeah, the learning ends in the studio. But maybe you can teach us a thing or two before we um, leave in fifty minutes for another week. Um, this is my time to to grow as a human, and uh, you have the power, listeners. Do it for Angus. Do, Do it, please. Um, we'll take another wee break and come back, no doubt, with some more delicious history bonanza, d- history bombalesca for you. Bombastic. Uh, bombastic, indeed. You're tuned in to Alex and... Fuck. You're in tune... You're tuned in to Soft and Angus on uh, the History Bonanza on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, it's ten past ten.
Um, man, we're gonna have a good time. I'm gonna play some more revolution themed uh, tunes because that is how I roll. That's how I'm doing it tonight. So here we go. Here's our first one. What is it? Oh, it's the Beatles. Classic. Who doesn't old love school. the Beatles? That is old school. We'll be back presently. You're on the one, 91 FM. Damn. I love that so much. Oh, I just want to invest in a pair of djembe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then wisdom comes forth. Yeah, does wisdom come with a djembe? I think I think it, it's harnessed from within you. And then the djembe are out of focus. They are the focus, and then by by when the djembe become your focus. Your mind isn't blocked mm. to the ideas that truly need to come forth. And are shared in that. Are shared in such a beautiful way. Oh, absolutely. You're on the History Bonanza with Angus and Soph tonight. Alex Wilson has a throat infection and... Uh, broken ankles. A broken ankle. And uh, he had too much uh, carbohydrates this afternoon and is feeling quite ill. And he had a big night on the chocolate milk last night. So he sends his apologies. Bloaty, bloaty. He's bloaty, bloaty, and uh, pooey, very pooey. He's very lactose intolerant. So, um, but no matter, because we have in the studio Dr. Soft Scott of the Institute of uh, Historical Weights and Measures and Anthropological Studies at the University of Southern France. Because there's only there's one university in Southern France, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Just the one. Mm. And we've been talking about. Uh, lesser known revolutions. We've um, had quite a journey so far. Yeah. We've started in um, uh, l- ancient l- Rome, the late the late BCs. Come on through to the uh, into uh, China in the 1700s, and then uh, at the same time, around the same time, um, over to Haiti, where the Haitian slaves fought off their um, oppressive French owners mm-hmm. which was great news for them and for everyone involved um yeah yeah so it's been good um we're gonna deviate from sort of political and mm. um we've been pretty politically focused we've been pretty politically focused but a revolution revolutions can happen across many different things isn't what revolution was, at the base of it change? Saying? Revolution is change. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That's the crux of it, really, isn't it? We can go home now. That was great. I think that's that. Um, so, you know, more commonly known revolutions are the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. The the Renaissance. Re- as Renaissance. A revolution. Revo- it does count as a cultural mm. cultural revolution. Absolutely. When when art finally mattered again. Yeah. After um after well I guess remember the last time I've been like. Probably like the Roman, like Roman well, that was the thing. It was stuff. going back to that, that Roman, tra- that crafting tradition of Greco-Roman stuff, sculpture yeah. and sculpture the human form, and fresco and yeah, all that beautiful stuff. So a, re- a revolution right there, that cultural revolution, yeah. Um, the technological revolution that we've all been living through. So uh, yeah, the digital revolution, the digital revolution. That's the most that recent one, really, isn't through. it? Man, we're yeah, yeah. I guess you and I are sort of a generation whereby we're the last generation to kind of grow up. Both sides, both on both sides. Mm. I mean, of course, there was always, you know, it was it's been happening for a long time. But in terms of a mainstream change, um, you know, I 
remember a time before um, bloody internet in general internet in general just yeah like had to it was it was on and off mm-hmm. never like just constant and you had to get off the phone and stuff and oh good times yeah you had, interesting you had to, times had to, to go look out, back on had to go outside and scrape your knees up mm-hmm. which is always stay fun. out till the sun went down yeah yeah play um spotlight no. or whatever it was I don't remember and you'd have a little cul-de-sac gang. Oh, absolutely. You'd have the gang. Do they even exist anymore? I don't Do know. Do think cul-de-sac I haven't gangs seen kids on their bikes in a very long time. No, without without supervision and helmets and everything. Just little badass kids like like Doing the like thing. you know like the um the Stranger like Things gang. Stranger Things gang or the Goonies. You know, you know, the, yeah, exactly. That just getting up the, the famous five. Yeah. Or the um the the what's that other one? The Swallows and Amazons. Yep, old school. Getting up to British no holidays. good on you. Yeah, exactly. Just getting out on the on the lake and yep. going finding an old duke who's up to no good and following their misadventures. Oh man, what has the digital revolution done to us? It's ruined our zest for adventure. Hmm. Not mine, Sophian. Not no, mine. Not ours. Not mine. Not thine nor mine. Oh, I do have to check my emails. Oh, there's the digital revolution. <laughs> yeah. What a great thing. It's yeah, the communicative revolution. Yeah. Have you been a part of the digital revolution tonight, listeners? Nope. You have not. not. Thanks for nothing. But what sort of started off what was the the forerunner of the digital revolution? <sighs> Is that a segue? There's a little segue. Oh to, nice. Yeah. Well I've been working on that one all evening. That was pretty pretty smooth. Way too smooth for me. <laughs> um so in uh, what one of the biggest sort of technological breakthroughs of of modern time, I would say, in the in the in the in the AD era, yep, would have been our ability to mass produce printed literature mm. and and uh, to aid the learning or getting news to people on mass, and so. Our last wee bit for this evening will be looking at talking briefly about a guy called Johannes Gutenberg, or Johannes. Oh, why have I done this? Johannes Jensflechsladen zum Gutenberg. Yeah. Uh, who was born in 1400 exactly on the dot. Um, in Germany, mm. uh, he was a blacksmith, a goldsmith, a printer, and a publisher. And he is credited with being the inventor of the uh, movable, the movable printing press. Big, big moves. Big moves, and so is also credited therefore with being the first person to mass produce Bibles, mm. which was huge. It's a great way of spreading religion. Ah. that's for sure. Mass propagation of yeah. ideas and stuff. Yeah. So this is this this sort of developed the very early printing press techniques whereby pages could be like put together with lead types and things. Lead, yeah, exactly, blocked out, locked into a frame, and then just inked up and just mass produced. Instead of what they used to be doing, which was spend thirty years writing out, writing one book, like coloring the, it in. The monks used to yeah exactly uh, like the monks used to do, and that would be your like manuscript or your scroll or something like that. Whereas these ones, you know, the pages were set, so you could just you know bump 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 just. Whack out a load. Whack out a load of of, of Bibles or, yeah. or, or or posters for your gig. Absolutely, yeah, that meant yeah, the admin. Admin. Exactly. The modern the modern establishment of the admin. 
So, um, yeah, here's, here's a little um, agency would have had about uh, 25 people or so working for it at the time, um, typesetting and stuff. Um, and uh, that was pretty big deal. Yeah, definitely. Pretty big deal um, because that's how... We ended up in newspapers. Even today, yeah, that's how we're still communicating, although, you know, they say, so. they say the, the, the printed word is dead. But the ODT's still alive. Still going strong. Still going strong. Still finding the star and... Fairfax might be cutting its run, but, you know, the ODT will always be there for us. It's got the students to write about. There's always something to write about. And the Fiordland Advocate, which I believe is the only other independent paper in the South Island. Oh. Or New Zealand, maybe. Possibly New Zealand. What up, Fiordland Advocate? Good on you. Keep it going. Keep it strong. It's run out of Tiana and serves that area well with its story of AMP shows and and tourists crashing on roads. Yeah. All the all the essential news. All the great news from all the best area of New Zealand. All the best. So it was a pretty good time. So I think we've got to get out of here. I think this is reaching too much. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a lackluster week from me. I really think that this change in the daylight, the, the loss of daylight savings, has really affected me quite a bit, quite a lot. Yeah. And I just, oh man, I don't feel good, eh? Oh man, it's that feeling of having lost all this time in the day. Yeah, and you feel like you haven't done anything with it. Yeah, so you just feel, you feel guilty I know. for something. I came home at two o'clock. What have I done since yeah. then? You've seen me. What have I done? Uh, we watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I don't think so, though. Oh, oh maybe. Give I yourself don't know. some credit, man. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah. what was I saying about something? Um, yeah. So, you'll have to forgive us, but we're going to go get Mackey's because we're treating ourselves. It's the nutritional revolution. <laughs> the nutri- <laughs> Fantastic. We're going to go enjoy an nutritional revolution. Thanks for joining us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And in between, thanks for not texting. Is that offensive? Thanks for not texting? No, saying ladies and gentlemen and in betweens. Ah. That's fun and inclusive, right? I'm sure. Yeah, it's the whole. Yeah, if it's not text us, then I won't get the message. But whatever. Complain to Radio 1. They'll love it. Um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, this has been the uh, revolution, the, the lesser known revolutions edition of the history bonanza this week. Uh, next time, I don't know what I'm talking about. Alex will probably be back. Maybe we'll give you. Maybe we'll get soften because he's been bloody interesting. He's been. It's a, been a pleasure. He's thank been you a, very yeah, much. Yeah, no, thank, oh, thank you for uh, joining you. us this week. Um, joining me this week, soft. Um, it's been great. You've got a very good grasp on history, oh, <laughs> whereas wow. whereas neither of us do. This, <laughs> this show could actually become educational if you became oh, a regular dear. staple. So Ooh. maybe we'll maybe we'll have to make um, soft uh, uh, history tidbits a weekly um, a weekly feature. We can segment. just give you a wee ring. Maybe I'll just Stephen Colbert this whole operation. Yeah, I think make that, my own show. Oh but, no way! Yeah. You're gonna. I am the Letterman to your Colbert. You bastard. Yeah. Well, you watch out, mate. I know. Well. To everyone out there, have a beautiful remainder of your Tuesday evening and the rest of your week. I'll be back here next Tuesday, 9 till 11. It is 25 to 11, and you are on the one, 91 FM.